Are you hungry? Do you spend too much money on takeout? Wish you could just cook for yourself for once in your god dang life? At Good Good Food Boys, we believe that on the inside, everyone is an amazing cook. When you use Good Good Food Boys farm fresh ingredients, you'll be happier and healthier. Enjoy step-by-step -step recipes delivered to your door for just 99 a meal. You'll be cooking in no time. Delicious recipes like farful duck breast with loamy greens. Softened goat cheese ravioli in a placenta reduction. Cake. And more. Get your first two meals free when you visit online today. Good, good food boys. A good, good way to cook. Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Welcome to the Emperor's Discussion Podcast, the other show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them. I am your most beloved host, Simon Peltier. I am your least beloved host, Tom Zalat. And I'm smack in the middle, Kate Bradley. Kate, this is that's, your first that's time hosting. <laughs> <laughs> Given how we're sitting, you are right in between us. You're yes. A, you're a solid C+. Plus. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Simon. You get a degree... But you don't get distinction. Um. Which I, I uh, recently graduated. I went to my convocation and everything. And while I was walking in between the edge of the stage to a man in the center of the stage I had never seen before in my life, my name was announced. And then they said, with distinction. And I went, oh. <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> that is news to me. <laughs> and it just means that my GPA was over 3.4. Oh. Which I, I suspect it was like 3.41. Well, Mazel tov. That, that gets it for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Does it come with a ring? No. I know nothing about higher it's, education. It uh, it only comes with an extra line on my diploma that says with distinction. Okay. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a good feeling to have. It's not all that different from before I did, but it's you know. <laughs> but you sense something just changed. It sound it yeah. I have the diploma. Yeah. yeah, and I'm no longer covered by my parents' insurance. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> Wait, is that is that a thing that happens as a consequence of getting an art degree? Uh, <laughs> Specifically, only art. Until he graduated, there was a chance he might switch, but now we know. I know it's just that like the the family plan uh, that my parents' insurance has requires me to be a, to be a full time student. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm not anymore. Yeah. Mm. So. so you have to be healthier and mm -hmm. careful when you cross the street. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. You I never bothered not. learning those things because I just assumed I'd always have you <laughs> your <know>. parents' insurance <laughs> till the end of time. Till the end of time. That's not true anymore. And what did you graduate from? Uh, I graduated from Concordia. I have a BFA in theater performance. Ooh la la. Yeah. Can I get one of you guys to just hold a sustained note so I can figure out which one of you is which game for a second? Simon. Cool. And this one's going to be Kate then. Great. I didn't even have to do anything. There we go. That was, that was a, for, for all of y'all <laughs> listeners, that was a little sneak peek of the behind the scenes of the production oh. of the creation of the pod. Pod. That the was pod. a thing I should have done before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this episode like a hundred and something? 115. 115? <laughs> and, uh, I guess I mean, it's also on the, the show notes but oh, yeah right. they uh, uh i was it malcolm gladwell who said that you have to do you have to put ten thousand hours yeah. into doing something to master it we're about um, a tenth of the way in we're at one thousand hours so <laughs> is that right I, yeah 115 what? times times an hour 
We don't do 10-hour episodes. I, I, have, I have a BFA, not a math degree. <laughs> the math degree would have allowed you to keep your family's yes, insurance. Yes, yes. Sun Life would have said, you know what? You can keep your son's life. Oh! oh. Uh, uh, uh. I worked for Sun Life Financial. Did you really? Yeah, I... I uh... Can you get me insurance? No! <laughs> I was going to say, I a buddy I went to high school and elementary school with came over last week to pitch me on Sun Life Financial. <laughs> like he just showed up at your door? It well, was a coinkydink? He, he, he messaged me first. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think I might do it. Unless you have insider info to I make do me not. not do it. I was in the RSP department. Mm. Ah. That's years the, and years that's ago. That's the RRRSP. RRRSP. The RSVP oh, okay. re- department. Yeah. Retirement Registered Savings Plan. That's Let's go one. with that. I've blacked it out of my memory because I, 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 I did not I did enjoy a, it. I did take a class in uh, personal finance. Oh. It was awful. <laughs> and was I, it just for your own it, it's, knowledge? It, I, yeah, I wanted to learn. And the <clears throat> top one thing I learned... The top one thing I learned is how people say this uh, is is that I should hire someone to do my finances for me. Yeah, because that shit is complicated, super yeah. complex. Is real complicated. Yeah. Um, but also, just I think just the class. Uh, I guess for a while it's a so it's an online class, and I guess for a while it was kind of a throwaway class that people would take for extra credits outside their 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 um, faculty. Uh, and so, t- for some reason, at some at some point along the line, they made it really dense and really hard. <laughs> and so there was just so much stuff, yeah. as opposed to like basic, how do I survive as an yeah. individual? Like, I wish I wish it had been mostly about taxes, uh, bank accounts, and budgeting. Yeah, exactly. Like, had that been like to me, that's a much much closer to personal finance than learning about housing lending and estate planning stocks and bonds mutual funds and all that stuff like i guess advanced personal finance would be that mm-hmm. but like just an intro like like finance 100 was the was the the code of the class it's, you cannot get simpler than that <laughs> and i came real close to failing <laughs> Oh, I, I believe that. Hard. And that shit should be like in primary school. Yeah. yeah. Everyone should learn how to budget. Yeah. I didn't. Well, me neither. I'm yeah. still flopping around like a fucking fish. <laughs> ridiculous. Is Paul any better with that stuff? Or uh, um, are you both kind of? We're both flopping a little bit. Uh, but we recently started meeting with a financial advisor. Um, we like hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he uh, offers his generous time for free oh, to certain wow. people nice. who are messed up and nice. then he helps them does he offer his time for free for recent bfas who are <laughs> <laughs> what about college dropouts with lots of credit cards? i'm not sure i'm not sure what the what boxes need to be ticked but he's not just it's not just finances like he helps me with like psychological therapy type stuff wow. it's really weird but wonderful <laughs> Was this someone you knew before or just a random? No, he uh, did stuff for my mom, I think. And she mm-hmm. mentioned I was an, a struggling artist. And, uh, mm. you know, as, Is he the as, kind of guy who like brings you into like a very special den in his house and there's like all these candles around it and a lot of people wearing robes? And I wish. You you have to prick your thumb and sign a contract with blood. And Not quite, just a perky you redhead. Ha- you have to live in water. that house <laughs> and they never let you see your children. Or your family. That sounds really nice. Is there chocolate also in this in this image that you've no. created? No. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. 
fuck it to hell. See, that's the one the one drawback. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Being in a weird yeah. finance cult is great, except for the lack of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. They're really, really stingy about the chocolate thing. Assholes. Yeah. I realized I was trying to convince I was trying to, to to convey the idea of a cult, and I don't know what cults look like so i just well you hit some some top points the robe the robes definitely but not the all robe. cults i yeah I, I mean i've heard documentaries about certain cults and it got like real weird like people getting naked all together in the same room and given small mirrors and told to look at their genitals with the mirrors and like describe them to each other that's huh. kind of like it's weird as a practice, but also maybe interesting as a practice. Well, isn't that something that like teenagers should kind of not? I don't mean in groups. I don't mean in large groups. I'm not encouraging this, but like just yeah. self exploration. Today, kids, we're gonna take a good little field trip to the Raelian house, and we're gonna do a little bit of human biology. Yeah, and and the mascot is a big mirror that just slides underneath you. Elohim the mirror. <laughs> the mirror's got like big googly eyes on yeah, it. And if course. you get it at just the right angle, it's in, you know. Your and he judges you. Eyes. He judges you. He slides underneath you. And if, if you're good, well, I don't know what would yeah. mean that. <laughs> what that would imply. Speaking of googly eyes, mm. and this is a change of subject. Sure. There are very few things in life that I find funnier than just putting two googly eyes on a, anything, like a doorknob, and it just becomes really funny. Absolutely. Immediately. Or very cute. Like yeah. on, a, on a little microphone, and it's just... I mean, that might be weird to like be speaking in a creature's eyes all the time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or have the microphone always be peering into your mouth. But with the cons... Like, he only has one expression. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, he loves or it. He fucking loves it. Utter bewilderment. <laughs> but also, doesn't that speak to how easy, like how hard program? Yeah. Like, let's let's put a sentence together, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's put a sentence together. Let's do it. How mm, so solidly programmed we are. There we go. To recognize something with eyes. Yeah. And but to it, con- to connect with it, not just see like, oh, that's something that's yeah. alive, but like, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm I want to be tr- friends with it. Yeah. But also, like, there's this. Uh, have you heard, ever heard of the Uncanny Valley? It's no. this. Uh, it, it, there's this graph that you make where, like, one of the axes is the resemblance to a human, and then on the other axes is how cute to creepy it is. Oh. And when you've got something that is definitely not human, and you put a little bit of human things to it, it becomes cute. And then you add a little bit more to it, and it gets really cute. Like if you made a little robot robot out of like cardboard boxes, it's like, oh, that's kind of cute. But then the Uncanny Valley is a point where it gets really close to looking human, but a little bit of something is off, and it's it's super creepy. Like if I if you, you took a picture of my face and I had no eyes, yeah, or or my nose was upside down, yeah, 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 and I would be it's, immediately it's a, it's put super off. Weird. Or like I saw a picture of a of a husky, but the its mouth was replaced by like a human smiling mouth, and it's super weird. <laughs> it's so. So weird. Well, that's why we reject any kind of deformity, right? Like that's why the pound is filled with dogs with weird fucking faces. Yeah. Because it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to snuggle up to you. I yeah. don't. Weird human dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a fish yeah. with human teeth. Not into it. <laughs> <laughs> like if it had, like yeah. the bite mark is straight up yeah. human teeth. Ooh. Yeah. No, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's like when you find out that geese have teeth. I hate that. Oh. That is weird. I mean, they're like, it's more like they have a serrated beak. Yeah. But it's. Teeth. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's, yeah. It's not so much like little individual. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, uh, I wish we had a biologist. I think they also gums? have them on their tongues, right? Like little. Some boys. of them do. Because we talked about this last time you were oh, here. Yeah, the, th- yeah, the like, barbed tongue. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's did we, a thing. Did, did we discuss Who's the Barb purpose Tongue? of this? Uh, <laughs> Barbarella's <laughs> Barbarella's aunt. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh man, Jane Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching Grace and Frankie recently. Have you seen, oh, have you guys seen that? Is it any uh, good? I've it's heard really of good. it. Is it? It mm-hmm. it has a slow start because they have to deal with all the emotional stuff of, you know, mm-hmm. their twenty year marriages being a sham. Okay. But but once they get past that, it's really fun. Cool. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's fun. I'm busy rewatching The Walking Dead right now. That's fair. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead cards. remains one of my all-time favorite shows. Despite the like extreme dragging out of things, so it's almost like Dragon Ball. Have you watched The Walking Dead? <laughs> like yes. dragging out ball. Oh, where's the air horn? I, I <laughs> well, let's all take an air horn pause while Tom looks for it. We Found it. Resume. Yeah. Uh, I I actually happen to love the bits where it gets more like dragged out, uh-huh. where it's it's a lot slower, and especially like <clears throat> some of my favorite seasons are like the ones where they're at the farm, mm-hmm. um, the one where they're at the prison. Um, These sound like Friends episode titles. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know the, the the bit where they're at the prison and they've welcomed it's like after the first uh, happening with the governor, yeah, and then the governor leaves and they're like at peace for a little bit with a new batch of people. Exactly, yeah. Um, that and then also after the the prison when they're all like scattered, I find those to be like the most some of the most compelling pieces of t- of of the show. And like, there's there's two reasons, right? Like, it, after after the prison is because you really get to just look at what the characters are like and and what it's like to live in that world and how like that changes you. And that's what those moments are for, right? And right. like, like the bits of the world before the apocalypse that remain, like the episode with uh, Daryl and um, Beth, where Beth says that she really wants a drink because uh-huh. she's seventeen and she hasn't. She her father was an alcoholic and stuff, so she never she never touched it. But now she's like, okay, I want to find a drink. And the whole episode is them trying to find her booze and getting stuck places, and you know, yeah, like that's to me that's like that was so interesting to look at that dynamic happening. With <laughs> it's a remnant of like. It's something that is the least important, but then in that, like, because the circumstances are so extraneous that mm. it becomes really, really important. Right. But see, listening to you describe that, mm. it sounds amazing, but mm. I distinctly remember being bored. <laughs> right, yeah. And, but I do but, I do remember that those moments were very cool, like the, like you say, like just l- yeah. looking around for a drink, mm. that, that, that type of thing, but I... I I wish I'd watched it more recently to remember what was boring mm, about it to yeah. me. Like p- possibly how everything still had that super intense tone to it, regardless of how yeah. intense mm-hmm. the actual situation yeah. was. So it's yeah. like, oh, trying to pretend there's something coming, but there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't know. I kind of I've <clears throat> I I kind of see the whole arc of the show, mm-hmm. right? Like like the really it being one long story and seeing how how the characters evolve, but uh. The, the second thing I was going to say about the farm and um, the prison and then Alexandria later is how you rebuild, right? And is how different and how different people choose to rebuild. And <clears throat> I find it really interesting how like they're, they only ever meet other people that are at the same stages that they are. Almost like when they're when they're at the farm, they only ever meet people who are like hidden somewhere, right? Because that's kind of what they are. And then when oh. they're at the prison, they kind of made this little hodgepodge housing situation and then like the the next best thing is like woodbury where there's like 50 people and it's like it doesn't really work there's a lot of problems with it and it's not a sustainable thing and then later on when they're at alexandria then they discover the hilltop colony and they discover 
uh, King Ezekiel, and they discover the saviors. And these are like it's like everyone is evolving at the same right, it's like similar rates. Hmm. Do you think this was done purposefully or just kind of happened story? I I think it was done purposefully. I think that a lot of things in the show, like you get, like there are way fewer jump scares as the show progresses. I think because the characters become more aware and the characters are become better at living in that kind of world. Right. And so like you don't get as scared because they don't get as scared. Mm -hmm. Like the first episode when Rick wakes up in the hospital, it's, it's straight up horror movie stuff. Right. Yeah. And like that doesn't really happen anymore as the show progresses. And I've always found that really cool because they look more and more badass. Yeah. You know, like they're barely even flinching when things happen. Yeah. Until they are swarmed and then they're completely fucked. And then it becomes a situation where it's people abandoning each other because it's like, no, I'm not willing to risk my life for you because I haven't known you long enough and all that wonderful (laughs) stuff. Mm -hmm. I just wish they all had fucking katanas. Like it's clearly (laughs) the most effective weapon. It's also just fun to watch. It is. It is really cool to watch. One thing Um, that like came out to me when you were talking about like that that episode that sort of felt like filler where they're Mm -hmm. looking for booze for the girl uh it's it's a game we do in improv uh where you take people and put them in different situations right so you've got characters and there's maybe an interesting character in the scene uh and you want to see them at work at home and at play yeah and that kind of like that feels a little bit to me like what that what's going on there is that the writers were like oh let's explore like what happens when these guys Mm -hmm. aren't really worried about zombies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, and that's that's usually when the like interesting parts of a person's personality come yeah. come forward put them in a different situation mm-hmm. put them with a lady mm-hmm. what happens when they're with a lady mm-hmm. you know yeah that's it yeah and even like in that same stretch uh like after after the prison when there's that one episode with uh carl and rick where it's the first time you really get to look at their relationship uh between father and son in a really long time where like mm-hmm. that's that's what's happening that's what they are dealing with right now mm-hmm. and I like I just loved loved watching that. And like like I I I wonder to what extent there's like it like I I'm affected when watching that because I'm an actor. And like I'll see some of the small details that that certain certain of the actors will do um that for me like changes everything. Like the first mm-hmm. time I who, who, if you guys have never watched The Walking Dead, this is probably really boring, but there's the, the <laughs> I have not seen it asleep also. over here. <laughs> so like I uh, like the first time they go to Alexandria, which is this like walled off community in Virginia. Uh, yeah, yes, actually. Well done, Tom. <laughs> I yeah. really know American cities. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, so yeah, so when when they're like it, they're in this tiny little community that happens to be to have been created to be self sustainable. So there's, um, like water like refilling water tanks that like like self filter their um solar panels there were gardens they're like there's all this stuff and the whole community is walled off so they but they all have electricity they all have running water they all have all this stuff and none of them have had that in years hmm. and there's this one little moment when um rick walks into the home of the the woman who kind of runs alexandria and she invites him to sit down and he doesn't know what to do with the couch <laughs> he, like, he, he, he just kind of goes and he's like suspicious of it yeah right where like he goes to sit and he like fe- kind of feels it with his hand a little bit and then like even when he does it he's just kind of like sitting on the edge of it and he's just really uncomfortable with something being this comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah and like yeah. that's like that all happens within about three seconds but right. in my mind that's such like a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And like we were even in that same episode, like Daryl spends half the the episode walking around with a possum that he just killed because he just because like that's all he's been eating for the past years is like a thing he shot. And when they're like, oh, listen, we've got like like we've got a dinner happening tonight. There's some pot roast if you want to have some. And he's like, nah, I'm good, man. He's just like he's just got his possum and he's he's like gutting in and like on yeah, the balcony yeah. and he's doing this like I don't know just all these tiny little and it, it's cool know. to see how quickly um, people adapt to different environments yeah but then that becomes the norm so like yeah. you say like anything even if it's something that you knew very well for most of yeah. your life it becomes something strange to you because yeah. it's like no I have I'm on a completely different zone of alert mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I don't recognize the same things anymore yeah. and how they all they all deal with it differently too they all. Mm-hmm they all wrestle with it differently. Um, and like some of them just can't bring themselves to go back to kind of a life of comfort. And other ones, like others are just suspicious of it. And others are like, no, this is what we need. We need to do everything we can to keep this. And they, they've all been through like really similar things, but it's, I, that's, that's my favorite thing is to see how all of them are like deal with this differently. Yeah. yeah. And one thing about Walking Dead that bugs the shit out of me, but this applies to any kind of show, and it makes sense. I know it's TV. They have to look pretty. But they look better than me on day two, you know? It's, it's, they're, they're, they're too pretty. Their teeth are all pristine. Their teeth. The, the girls are all, like, perfectly shaved all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's frustrating. No, I get it. I get it's it. However... Their their clothing gets like progressively dirtier and dirtier. Like it, like there's there are seasons where they like they just, the characters have the one outfit and they you actually see that sh- like the shirt gets stretched out and when it's torn it stays torn at that in that spot. Yeah. And it's like like at some point they're all wearing brown. You know they're all wearing like a weird reddish brown because they just have nothing to wash off the blood and you yeah. know, they're rolling in the mud all the time. And I'd love to see like like an office comedy. Where that still happens, where characters like just, you know, they wear the same clothes every day because it's just the way they go to work, right? Yeah. You wear the yeah. same suit to work every day, uh, but they never wash it and, and they never that, address it either. How, oh, they don't address <laughs> no. it? it does, does it does it impact yeah. their psyche? Because maybe because I feel like as soon as you haven't showered for a few days, you're like, oh, my life is worthless. You know, so. when I haven't showered any like if there's a day when i haven't showered i feel like i can't function yeah me too this is why this heat is becoming problematic oh, it's like worst. you're a third of the way through and you're like yeah. can i refresh i am I-, I am uh, like it's it's the period of the year where i shower twice a day yeah mhm mhm mm-hmm. yeah Some, uh, the worst like i don't sometimes like... three times when it gets really, really bad and i've been but like so it'll be i'll do like a, my my full shower in the morning and then in the afternoon i'll do like a quick shower where i just kind of wash off the sweat and i keep going with my day but sometimes when it's real bad in the night it's not going to get anybody any better i take like a 20 second cold shower right before i go to bed i get that this morning i I got out of the shower toweled off and everything and by the time that i stepped out of the bathroom after drying myself i was wet again from sweat and i was like this is (laughs) but you had that moment you had that moment whilst you were under the water oh and i i took a cold shower this morning to like oh yeah i've been taking cold showers for a week yeah there's i i have a debate yeah. And where I can't tell if to cool down I should take a cold shower or if I should take a warm shower so that as the water evaporates it cools me down better. Take a cold shower because there will be less humidity in the air after your yeah. shower. Mm-hmm. But doesn't yeah. reducing the doesn't it make your body colder therefore you're going to work more? Like doesn't your body work to heat you up afterwards? Oh maybe yeah. 
right? Because mm-hmm. when you eat soup in the summer, it cools you off a little bit because it heats your insides. That's that, that's why people in like Morocco and <laughs> Northern Africa drink tea all the time. Oh. You looked like that was like a magical. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, the key words were soup and summer. <laughs> soup that's, and summer don't go together. No, usually. but I, I feel that like I I'm I feel the same way. I, it's eating or drinking soup. I don't know what you do with soup. You kind of do both. Dreading soup in the summer it just feels weird. Dreading is not a word I like. It's a it's a word now. <laughs> I thought you made it up. Okay, you did Deal make it up. With it. I did. Okay. Yeah. It can be a word now. I just don't like it. No. <laughs> but it is it is what you do to soup. Yep. Can that be the title of this podcast? What? It is what you do to soup. I think that has to be. <laughs> what, are, what are other things you can do to soup? Freeze it. Freeze uh, it. You can use it as a base when you're doing like a pot roast. You Ooh. can you can flavor? dump, dump yeah, it on flavor? someone. You can dump it on someone. Ouch. You can turn it into ice cubes and put it in new soup. <laughs> <laughs> to cool it down. <laughs> Intergenerational soup. It's like, it's like some, some people will like freeze coffee. Coffee. I did that this week. Yeah. Yeah. We've been drinking yeah. iced coffee with like mm. coffee ice cubes all week. And I've just so been putting a little bit of So you're not diluting it because that's you're it. In, Oh, that's smart. That's why I make cold brew. Well, I have. Because you, you have to dilute it. I'm a it barista. I know how to make cold brew because yeah. I work for a coffee shop. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cold, cold brew is just objectively better than iced coffee, though. Yeah. Well, what I've been doing is um, pouring myself uh, like a six ounce of coffee in a big mug and then putting some milk in there and throwing in a couple of ice cubes uh-huh. because then it's already kind of drinkable. But then as the ice melts, it becomes yeah. more caffeinated. Uh, what? Science? Because the ice cubes are made of coffee. Oh, because the, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. it's frozen pure caffeine is what it's he's crazy. putting in. His. Do you sometimes just pop one of those in your mouth and? Ooh, I hadn't <laughs> thought about it. I feel like that might be gross. Just maybe. eating <laughs> eating a coffee ice cube. Uh, maybe that would be good. Chop a few sugar cubes, then pop in the ice cube, <laughs> the coffee cube, and then get a scoop of like plain vanilla ice cream later. <laughs> yes, and, yeah. <laughs> slosh it all together in your mouth. <laughs> Who needs a bowl when you've got a mouth? <laughs> Spoon, <laughs> spoonful of cinnamon. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Do you guys, I, I had this great moment the other night where I was walking home from downtown with a friend I'd gotten dinner with, and uh, we stopped in to get an ice. Was coffee. it a lady friend? It was not. It was my friend GovGov, who is a oh, yeah. big Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, uh, we stopped in to get a, a couple of iced coffees at the second cup, and I pulled the lid off mine and put, cinnamon in there mm-hmm. and he was like that's a really good idea i'm gonna try that mm-hmm. and it blew his mind and i felt like i'd enriched Changed his life, his life. yeah well oh. done mm-hmm. but that because i mean if you haven't tried it then you don't know that's it and like cinnamon cinnamon in like coffee with milk is great I'm not, cinnamon I'm in not black a... coffee is eh. oh mm. yeah there's something about the milk with the cinnamon that like like Did you sweetness. tell him that? Does he know that the parameter Ooh. exists? I don't know. Because then he's going to try it in a different context and he'll be like, this oh, is different. He might think I deceived him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a confirmation bias thing where he's like, oh, it was only good when I was with Tom because he thought it was good. Uh, yeah. Does that happen? I don't think Maybe. that's confirmation bias. That's not what that is, but no. that's a thing for sure. Like when someone, yeah, 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 like totally. There's totally. movies that I've seen where I watch them with people who like them, and I was like, oh, that was a good movie. And then I watched yeah. them alone, and I was like, oh, Whiplash, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I realize yeah. that I'm doing that, I guess, mm-hmm. sometimes during conversations, and then as I've gotten older, I've 
put my foot down and been like, no, you're going to stop saying you like this because you don't. (laughs) (laughs) When I was younger, it was just like, go with it, go with it. You've started this. Keep lying. And then now I try to be myself more. Yeah, that's it. Oh, you've been saying that to yourself. Yeah, I've stopped. Oh, I thought you were saying that to other people. If you say, if you were like, (laughs) I "I love broccoli, and I was like, I love broccoli too. And then we're like going, I don't know why I chose broccoli, but that's what's what's happening. I can dig some broccoli. Oh, I love broccoli, but it's kind of a weird example. Now, which one of you is lying? (laughs) (laughs) But then I, because I sometimes jump in too quickly, sometimes negatively or positively. Yeah. For, for, I I don't know why. Or someone's like, I just hate broccoli. And you're like, I know, it's the worst. But then you go home and you make yourself just a big old bowl of broccoli soup. I had a relationship Mm. like that for a while. Not a dating relationship. Um, A friendship that was like that. Uh, My friend Daniel Miller, who I used to do YouTube stuff with, uh, has this like mad phobia of cream cheese and like anything kind of similar to that in texture. What do you mean a phobia of? I think what it is is that his dad like really hates the stuff and convinced him and his siblings that it was like the devil. And so he just can't go near it. Like he hates the stuff. And as a person who really hates mayonnaise for like texture reasons, <laughs> I can sympathize with his thing. Yeah. But rather than every time he brought up the cream cheese thing being like, I like cream cheese, but mayonnaise is bad. I would always just be like, yeah, fuck cream cheese. <laughs> Today, I ate like half a container of smoked salmon cream cheese. <laughs> like uh, straight? No, I had a bagel and then I was putting it on Ritz crackers, which uh, if you've never put cream cheese on nice. Ritz crackers, it's a good time. Nice. But so, how long did you keep this up? A couple of years. A couple of years. Does also, how know? how often did you talk about it? Uh, it would come up anytime we were in like a group setting. He would mention his hatred for cream cheese. It was, Just wants to know. wants everybody. I don't to know be clear. if I told you guys, but I hate. Cre- we know, dude. I hate cream Just cheese. Just in case they have it in their backpack. Yeah, you got to be ready. And then and then yeah. Tom pipes and goes, "Yeah, fuck cream cheese." <laughs> and then the others in the circle who know Tom likes cream mayonnaise. cheese don't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, mayonnaise is fucking. You're gross. drawing a line at mayonnaise, there, Tom. <laughs> you, you hate mayonnaise too. I I'm super picky. I, I hate most creamy. I'm a huge texture person. Yeah, also. that's it. Yeah. Even sometimes and the sloppy like sloppy of mayonnaise. Yeah, is, sometimes avocado is like I have days where I like avocado and days where I don't. Thank and you. So texture I get it with the avocado. Yeah, it's I like you that. with eggs. It's like me with, but it's all eggs is also the taste. Okay, eggs is mostly the taste. Right. Uh, because like I, I can have you know when you make like fried rice yeah or like a pad thai yeah and there's <laughs> and there's there's egg in it sure and you like scramble it with it and it soaks up all the juices and the oils and stuff and super it, like, yums yeah, yeah I I I dig that that's great hmm. but it's like if you give me like an over easy or a hard boiled or a Benedictine no <laughs> or no. Uh, more scrambled more Simon more or a sunny side up. Mm-hmm. Sunny side down. Mm-hmm. Different languages. Go. Brouillé. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parados. <laughs> I made that up. Nuevos <laughs> <laughs> rancheros. Um, I just can't. I just, I just can't. What's that one where you crack the egg into boiling tomato sauce? Buh? <laughs> What? Was that a Tim Allen? That that's, 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 that's the sound it makes when you put it in. That's how Tim Allen likes his eggs. He cracks. But, but that, sounds, that sounds interesting. You could crack an egg into a lot of boiling things. Yeah, well, because that's how you poach an egg, right? You crack it into boiling water. Oh. And then it, like, cooks. That's how you poach things, is you put it in boiling <laughs> yeah. water. Just drop that rhino right in there and then grab, grab get his a, horn. Get a big old whale, crack him open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so I guess you could do you could do like a like a a, a poached shark fin soup, and it sure. would work both ways. Yeah. But but for real, it's a thing. I think it's a Eastern European thing where you crack an egg into like hot tomato sauce hmm. and it poaches in the tomato sauce but absorbs the egg flavor. Interesting. No, nope. absorbs the, the tomato egg flavor. absorbs the tomato flavor. Yeah, right. I also don't like omelets, hmm. frittatas. Yeah, quiche. Quiche. I'm sorry. What was the one that passed the test again? The one in the pad thai. When I can't, <laughs> when, when I cannot taste it, I like it. Okay. That's fair. So, like in a cake, sure. In a bread, yeah. In a bread, <laughs> yeah. You've had a like, good egg in a bread. <laughs> no, Simon doesn't like that one. He doesn't like an egg in a bread. I don't like egg sandwiches. Those are like, fucking weird. Egg sandwiches. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It is really like the strangest texture for egg. Ah. Uh. But like you know, I'm sure I could enjoy like an egg. In us, like, have you ever seen, seen that like egg in a smoothie to give it like extra protein or whatever? I did that once, in but movies. I accidentally put in a fried egg because I thought that's what it was supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I I think if I were ever to, to if I ever decided to eat an egg straight, I would do it Dwayne the Rock Johnson style and just crack it on the counter and slurp it. <laughs> because I feel like if I'm gonna do it, I have to just do it like the hardcorest way I possibly can. Yuck. That's. Or what about what about the uh, Chinese way of the baby oh. baby poussin, the, Pou- le petit poussin? Where like you let it you let it ferment for a hundred years? Something like that. That's one, yeah. And then you just crunch into its gelatinous Aye. skeleton. <laughs> no, oh, nope, <laughs> no, nope. no, nope. no. Nope. What if you can't taste it? What if the gelatinous poussin <laughs> is in a bad tie? I think at that point it's more of a it's by principle thing. Okay. You know, I'm opposed to eating baby poussin. <laughs> Let them grow up and then I will butcher them gladly. Oh, I, for sure. For sure. I'm all about chicken. Well, I cannot yeah. care less about adult poussin. But when they're baby poussin. Baby poussin off limits. Adult yeah. poussin. And num, you do num. not touch them. You do not look at them. Oh. You don't. But this is this is one of the banes of my existence is eggs and my dislike for them and all. But also, I wish I was really good. I hate eggs. <laughs> <laughs> such, such high quality sound effects. That was Bane. Oh, uh, <laughs> his opinion on eggs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was too could, slow to get that. You thought you could uh, boil them and make me enjoy them, but you were wrong. <laughs> You merely adopted the egg. I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> now I'm picturing a mini, a mini bane inside just an a, egg. That you... I'm picturing just an egg with the bane mask on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which that is basically what his face was. Yeah, right? he was ba- like a very bald Tom Hardy. Kind of looks like an egg. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, to be fair, most mm-hmm. humans hairless, very egg-like. Except yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Except. Can we can we edit that? Can we, can we edit that out? I don't know if we can. I, we're we're gonna edit it so that you, it just plays in a loop for. 10 oh minutes. no! Just that one joke. Except <laughs> except except egg. But but wait, you were saying that it's the bane of your existence. So mm-hmm. why? Because I it just makes things more complicated for, for everyone me. around. Because you? I like yes, and also for myself because I, I it's hard for me to find a place to have brunch at. Or like breakfast at, and I love going out to breakfast. Well, can't you just say no eggs? But then I'm I'm still paying an extra like four bucks. 
Yeah. Right? For and the I'm just not the getting eggs. Yeah. Right. And and the things that don't have eggs are either oatmeal, a plain bagel, or toast. But there's all the pancake, waffle, sausage, yeah, it'll be bacon. Like, it'll be like plain pancake, plain waffle. And then it's like waffle, egg, bacon, sausages, ham, potatoes, fruits, hollandaise sauce. One more. Baked beans. <laughs> So Cut what you're off. saying is you want to go to a brunch place and order plain The Rock Johnson. It, I, <laughs> I would open. A, I would. I okay. Do Mark it. this day. Do it as the day that I say this. Scribble, scribble, scribble. This scribble. will become true one day. I will start a breakfast restaurant uh-huh. called Eggless, and we do not serve eggs. And you and our tagline is deal with it. Shit. Okay, I was with you. I was with you. Hardcore until the deal with it thing. Hard-boiled core? Ugh, stop. Are we... Is this... For the, the rest of the show is just going to be egg restaurant... Egg, egg, egg pun restaurant? I mean, I think if you open an egg restaurant, it has to be pun-based. Yeah, I th- that's probably a Quebec law, Quasi isn't it? it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Expectation. What other ones? Allo, mon coco. That's not a pun, but it's just cute. It's cute. Yeah. 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 But would you have a different? Would you would you have a, an egg replacement like the, something? The that only would... the only uh, eggs we serve are the Dwayne the Rock Johnson specials, and it's that the server comes over with a raw egg, and you tilt your mouth back, <laughs> slap it on the table, and like crack it into your mouth, and then you have to you have to swallow it. Does the waiter have to like do the brow thing as he cracks it that's into your the, mouth? That's the number one criteria is they have to be able to do the Dwayne the Rock Johnson eyebrow. We only hire extremely muscular waiters. Yeah. I'm done yeah. with that. Well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson at any point in his career, there was a point when he was like like fairly muscular, but not huge. And now he's enormous. He is. Right. Tiny, tiny waist. Yeah. I have can't say I've ever looked at his waist. Well, you should Google it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I saw a picture of um uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson with uh Shaq and I think Charles Barkley. Uh-huh. He is minuscule compared to them. He's not, is he? But he's still tall, he's, right? He's like six foot, six one. But when you're with like seven and seven two, mm. like. Shaq's a monster. Shaq yeah. is so big. He's mm. scary big. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, this is big. What? Patreon.com. Patreon.com. You should read this. Read the thing. Oh, I'm going to read the thing? You got a section sectioned mm-hmm. off for you there. As you guys know, this show is totally free for everybody to listen to, but it's not totally free for us to produce. There's hosting fees, art commissions, and ads that cost us a non-zero amount of money. The only way we can afford all that is thanks to the awesome people who support us over at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Is the exclamation point in in the link? No. Am I confusing people? Am I no. confusing myself? No. If you're interested in throwing us even a dollar a month, you could join the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, and our newest Patreon, Carlia. Pronounced like the love child of a car and a Star Wars princess. Carlea. Carlea. That's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Carlea. Like <clears throat> and if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once a month on the show. Oh, that's very cool. Today's Patreon question comes from Gabriel, who asks, What's a crossover? Food, cartoon, movie, etc. that you'd like to see. Oh, I like this. What's a food crossover? I guess like a combination of foods you've never seen before. Like an egg sandwich? 
Except like, I like eggs and I like sandwiches, therefore I will make an egg sandwich. Yeah. <clears throat> Gabriel knew that we would have talked about eggs, and he wanted us to come <laughs> all the way back. He's like, I want to hear more. <laughs> He's at home. He's like, oh, man, I'm, gl- I'm real glad they spent the first 40 minutes of this podcast talking about <laughs> eggs. <laughs> I, I love crossovers. Okay, let's not devolve into that, but what would I want to see? Well, I've, I've, I've talked about this on, on the show, my morning dips. Right, <laughs> your morning dips. Yeah, morning Simon dips. Is, Simon is dips. like rallying really hard for there to be a breakfast food called morning dip. <laughs> it sounds fun. I want to yeah. hear more. It's like you know that that little like that that little metal tin that baked beans comes in. Yes. When you go to a, a breakfast place. Yes. Imagine that instead of of those baked beans, uh, you have like. Some some form of a thing to just dip your breakfast food in, and you've got like you've got like ten different kinds that you can choose from. You've got some sweet ones that are maybe like like special jams. You've maybe got like a like a a, a must like a Dijon mustard based one. Maybe you've got like a, a maple syrup with a little bit of bacon in it. Maybe you've got some like savory ones. Maybe they're like like a softer kind of cream cheese type, like a nice dill, like a nice dill. Maybe oh my you, goodness! No, because what I love about this is the fact that you can you're changing your palate every like every yeah. dip. Every dip yeah. is a new. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah, because I when I eat, I love to go sweet and salty. Like if I'm at a buffet, I'll grab dessert yeah. up front because I want to have mm. that. I go back and forth. So what you're proposing is that times like ten. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I I got the idea when I went uh, the, the first time I ever had fried chicken and waffles. Oh yeah. And the the waffle that I had had uh, green onions in it, mm. and it was like it was a little more savory than sweet. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a little salty and savory, but it came with like that little metal tin, but it had um, maple syrup with Dijon seeds in it. Ooh, huh? huh. And it was so good that sounds great it was incredible and then i thought what if we just had so many more of these right. so wait that was the waffle with the what did you say was in the waffle Fred, so there was green onions green onions in the waffle already yes. dipping in maple syrup with mustard seeds yeah wow shit yeah that sounds great yeah Doesn't and it? then and then you have fried chicken along with it <laughs> yeah 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 that sounds fantastic mm-hmm. and if, if you really wanted to you could do like a sandwich with the waffles mm-hmm. in the the fried chicken? I didn't do that, but I realized that I could have. <laughs> and yeah. you will at some point in the future. But back to morning dips, right? Because <laughs> you, you, you've got all this stuff on your plate that you can just dip in stuff. Yeah. Right? Like you've got sausages, you've got tots, you've got, <laughs> you've got ham. Tots are children. <laughs> <laughs> just grab them by the feet. <laughs> just smack them into Achilles your style. Um, tater tots. You've got breakfast potatoes. You got hash browns. <laughs> you got what home else? You fries. You got ham. You got bacon. You, you got, got latkes. But then you've probably also got like fruit in that, right? And maybe you yeah. dip your fruit in like a hollandaise sauce. Maybe you or, got some toast. Yeah, or like a, a vanilla-based thing. Gravy. Know? Can we May- have one? Maybe gravy. gravy? Yeah. Why not? Why gravy. not gravy? Why? Why don't more people think that? I don't know. <laughs> some, some people seem to be against gravy, and it's it's my bread and butter. I make, I, I make just from the pellets my mother you brings ever, from England. Have you ever <laughs> had bread, butter, and gravy? That sounds that's, good. That sounds really good. I'm going to try that uh, as soon wait, as I get home. Isn't that just a hot chicken sandwich minus the <laughs> Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> you know that's what true. it is? It's, what it is is the thing that you do once you've eaten your entire 
Thanksgiving dinner and yeah. you want to clean up the plate yep. is there's a lot of gravy and you take a little piece of bread and then you put mm-hmm. a little bit of butter on it. A little bit of butter. A little bit of butter. Little butter boy. A little bit of butter butter. When I could almost remember the day when I discovered cleaning up a plate with a piece of bread. <laughs> it was spaghetti sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, what? Spaghetti sauce? <laughs> 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 I... I do that sometimes, but then there are other times when I feel weird about doing that because you've got a lot of like Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. It's weird for me doing that because there's a lot of clashing flavors. Mm. Like I'm not a huge fan of the cranberry sauce, mm, that yeah, you, nope. and like, but you know, you've, you've got like the chicken and the 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 mashed potatoes and stuff, and that all mixes really well. But you've got like some interesting salads that are good, but you don't want that mixing with the mashed potatoes. You don't want like vinaigrette on your mashed potatoes. That's why you yeah. need a salad plate. Yes, well, that's what I was. I was just visualizing a a piece of lettuce sort of wet in in, in, in and amongst the mashed potatoes it's just like what no you, know, you got to keep them separate <laughs> why why is it not socially acceptable to have like you know how kids plates will have little sections you got little ridges why don't normal plates have that indian places yes. restaurants have that and it's amazing a lot of pointing going on a lot of lot of agreement this is this is that this is a an episode that will revolutionize the restaurant industry. Absolutely. <laughs> and I I okay, I bought some Tupperwares that had those sections and I was oh so happy. Motherfucking ridges didn't go to the, to the top of the thing, so no. I couldn't transport no! it. That so is, that's bad design. So disappointing. Mm, that's bad. Design. What's the fucking point? That's upsetting. That's Tupperware ba- you got to keep upright. Are, it's like the only time that's that works is if it goes in your fridge and that's it. You mm. can't toss yeah. it in your backpack. Yeah. Why right? else would you get Tupperware? You'd have to gently place it in your backpack. Yeah, and then, and then gently sh- carry your bag. Make sure that your bag <laughs> always stays upright. Yeah, I've done that. Mm. Yeah. Anytime I put a water bottle or any kind of drink bottle in my bag, I try to keep it upright because I'm paranoid. Well, Even I'm if sure you've like experienced a leak at I, some point. I never. Have, oh. I'm cautious to the point of like paranoia, basically. I, oh. So I have the same the same worry. Maybe not to the same extent, but I have a similar worry. And I make up for it by tightening my water bottle inhumanely <laughs> tight. Are you are you a Virgo? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just like Wait, are you fucking serious? Virgos Virgos tighten their water bottles? Is that what that you're is stating? The number one identifying factor. <laughs> Look at that guy. He's he's no, flexing it, whilst he's I, twisting. I don't I don't follow Me horoscopes neither. much, but uh, my my understanding is that Virgos are very particular yeah. and very oh, they'll, okay. they'll be organized in like their own very particular way. Yeah. Um yeah. That's why I asked cuz that's the yeah. one thing you it's know kind about of a Virgo Virgos. thing. Yeah, yeah. that's the uh, one thing I know about myself. <laughs> are you a Virgo also? Our birthdays are a week apart. Oh, yeah. do you have the same mother? No, that no. wouldn't make any sense. Maybe nope. the same father. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's out on that one. I, I mean, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But <laughs> look, your 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 brothers to all the other Virgos out there. Yeah, that's it. Um, all Virgos I'll, I'll are related. Just fucking squish in that tongue yeah. as possibly can. Yeah, like it, it's it's become an issue in my relationship with my girlfriend that whenever I close jars and bottles and stuff at her place, that she can't open them because oh. my girlfriend's also minuscule. Oh no! Yeah. Did you get she, her one of those? Petit poussin size. She's, she's a, a petit tot. Poussin? Yeah, she's a tot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's either going. 
ah. Well, not right now because she's not listening <laughs> through the walls, but she would go ah or motherfucker. She doesn't listen to the podcast. She doesn't. No. Well, sometimes you support, and other times you have your she, own life. She's very happy that I do it. She just doesn't like it. Hey, fair enough. It's not for everyone. Yeah, no. I, I feel the same way. But just just to save your relationship, just make sure she has one of those uh, those little floppy plastic things. It's about yay big, and you put it on top of the... I'm explaining this really badly. It's a plastic disc of floppy nature that you apply to the top of your jar, and you uh, it gives you superhuman strength. Oh, it's like a grip pad. It's a kind grip. Of. It's a grip pad. <laughs> Tom saving the day with the term grip pad. I've got a lot I, of words for things. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, because I have none. I've circumvented that by using rubber bands. Speaking of Not guys enough. with a lot of words, circumvented. <laughs> <laughs> I my, my parents also have a, a jar opener that's like these two pieces of metal that like slide. Like, they're, one of them's like really, really long and has like claws at one end, and then the other one slides along it and also has claws. And what you do is that you, the one that slides... Like you put it on top of the jar, and then you slide the one right up against the the jar, clamp it down, and then it gives you extra like leverage to turn oh. it. Okay. And and a, a like a really solid grip too. Hmm. I they do not know where they where where they got it or when they got it, but we've always had it, and it's always helped. There has never been a single jar in my entire life that that was not able to open. Wow. And why has this not been transferred to the lady friend? She's petite, Simon. <laughs> she needs it more. My parents are old. Okay. And Fair she enough. has a boyfriend who opens things for her. Is so. he a nice guy? Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I have never met him. No? Um, Back to crossovers. Um, yeah, that's, uh, someone, that's a crossover I'd like to see. My girlfriend's two boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of a sitcom. <laughs> I, uh, there was a... A meme going around. Is it even a meme? There was a joke post on the internet uh, that was a, a mashup of. Uh, it was called Fraser versus Capcom. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's what I want more than anything in the world. In which setting do you want Street Fighter guys <laughs> it was, it was, it was, in it was Seattle? Like Street or do you Fighter want... type thing. Yeah. I want I want Fraser characters in a in a like Street Fighter. Kind what of would game. their moves be? I don't know. Just fighting, but just fighting you know, as Fraser characters. It could would be they fun. just throw quips? <laughs> they never punch. They're not gonna they go just, like, like that's not, that's yeah, not that's pressure. True. Throwing Eddie, yeah, and Eddie. I'm not gonna cut you off, do you? I, I have a crossover I'd like to bring up. That's okay. Go for it. Because my gonna... my thought really just goes as far as I want Fraser versus Capcom. <laughs> I want a crossover of all the uh, dogs from. TV, <gasps> TV, TV dog crossover, films. TV dog crossover. Just all the dogs in all of TV. Cartoon, live action. I want all them in to interact like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit extravaganza. Mm. All dogs Sp- go Space to Paramount. Type. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Mm. One what? of my favorite movies is 101 Dalmatians. Nice. Those dogs are adorable and There's wonderful. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Specifically, there's 101 of them. I'm going to uh, let you in on a little surprise. <gasps> there's a sequel with more. Oh, shit. You know what? What? There's another sequel. Yeah. With even more. Oh my god. I think I think that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't 103 able. Dalmatians is definitely a thing. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird Did to me Disney that they only got up one with extra. 101 Dalmatians? It's a book. It's from it's a, a book. book. Yeah. Disney Doesn't does come not up. come up with no. things. <laughs> and when they do, it's not great. No, yeah. No. no. It's not. And it, it, you can see it. You can see mm. that it's just like two mm. guys brainstorming. 
Let's mm. come up with crap. I guess cars. Uh, Disney did not come up with cars as a concept. No, but the- <laughs> generally, I think we're looking at uh, Mr. Ford. Mr. Possibly. Ford. I did not know that the lead car in Cars is voiced by Owen Wilson mm. until very recently, and yeah. I was shocked and upset. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you like him and then not like him? I've like- never seen Cars. So okay. now I just know that there's like, oh, wow, I'm going real fast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Driving much is it. great. <laughs> because, well, it fits because he's kind of an asshole. Mm. Okay. Like he's an asshole throughout, and mm. then he, you know, grows a heart. Right. Somewhere in his mechanical system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he worked for the Tin Man. Yeah. yeah. It's, although, didn't the Tin Man always have a heart? Isn't that kind of one of the things? Oh, maybe. Does Where is Wilson? it? How does it fit? In Isn't a there a thing face? about how you always had a heart? Maybe. And he'd be like, I did this whole fucking journey for nothing. <laughs> God well, he, damn needed, it. he needed to do the journey to find it. Right. Hmm. It's like how the lion always had his courage, but he needed to do the journey to find it. Yeah. Scarecrow needed a brain, but he always he. Well, they said you you don't need one. Hmm. You're you're good as you are, and then, you know. What was he do, looking for? Was he like I'm a dumbass? He dumb wanted ass? a brain. He but wanted wh- a brain. What? How was that portrayed? Did he not know <clears throat> language? Was he not quick to pick he up on the jokes? Spoke. I think yeah, he was just uh, slow. A little Even bit sang simple. a little song about it. Yeah, in some versions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I only had a brain. Oh yeah. Yeah. Poor dude. And yeah. then Dorothy was always home. So, damn. Which is true because she was just in a coma or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch Rugrats growing up? Yeah. Yes. Did you? Do you remember that episode where I think it was Susie goes into like she uh, she's getting her wisdom teeth out, uh, or her there tonsils. Is- that's she's getting probably, her tonsils out. There's no way she at two. <laughs> no, that's right. She's getting her tonsils. She's getting her tonsils that's removed and had a like Wizard of Oz fantasy. Oh, um, inside of that, it got really kinky. I don't know about that. No, I don't know. Uh, that's a talk we're talking two. about. <laughs> a petit poussin. You she's said not. you said a fantasy, and so obviously my mind went to maybe in all so just all hold, just up. the wizard hat nothing below the wizard hat uh, and a the, big stick the instead of red shoes it was like it was like red thigh boots oh, oh it's a kinky boots crossover with there you go. that's what i want there i want a go. rugrats kinky boots crossover that looked I, I only saw the posters for that it looked mm. amazing kinky boots uh, so i've never seen the broadway show but the movie is fantastic which came first the movie huh yeah because the broadway is show is only a, a few years musical old. movie no uh there's songs in it but it's not really a musical huh because it's about a a guy whose shoe factory is gonna have to close down and then he like meets a drag queen by accident and finds out that the drag queen needs boots that are you know (laughs) fancy but made for men's feet yeah so he's like oh i can save the factory by making fancy boots oh kinky boots even nice yeah and then cindy lauper made the music for it a few (laughs) years ago and i think harvey firestein wrote the the book you know harvey firestein he's this guy that's a lot of guys. So? He voices one of the three soldiers in Mulan. Oh, I know that guy. Well, the I guy know the I know voice. the guy in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Have, don't mm. know him in other things. <laughs> fucking Mulan. Fucking yeah. love that movie. Fucking Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Harvey Firestein. <laughs> that guy. I don't I don't know much about crossovers that I'd like to see, um, but I I have heard uh, a thing. <coughs> <coughs> A fan <coughs> man, man, <laughs> not with I us have, tonight. I have seen um, uh, a fan theory that The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad happen in the same universe. Ooh, um, and 
that in fact it is the blue meth that has caused the uh like several years in the future has caused the the the, the zombie apocalypse okay thing. and there's essentially two reasons why that is i guess three one of them is that like they're in the same they're both by amc which sure yeah like gives it a little a little more plausibility the second one is that there's um there's a point in uh the series when they're they're looking for antibiotics uh-huh. i think and uh daryl pulls out of of his like motorcycle bag um his brother's like drug stash and in it there's like all these narcotics and all these drugs and there's a little baggie of blue crystals okay mm-hmm. and uh I, a little later on in the series daryl's talking about what life was like for him before before it all happened and he was talking about how he was just a drifter and he just always did whatever his brother Merle would do and they got in deep shit all the time. And there was one day when, when Merle was super high and they needed to pay his drug dealer and he said he pointed it was the, he says it was this skinny little white dude pointed a uh, gun at my face and said, Give me the money or I'll kill you, bitch. And that kind of sounds like Jesse Pinkman. Jesse says bitch a lot. Those are, those are. <laughs> he does. He does. Th- those are, from what I remember, like the two arguments and probably the most convincing ones. Well, right? they, they sound, they sound less like arguments and more like winks. Like if the director liked that yeah. show. Because mm-hmm. if you go from it caused, it's a viral infection. So how can meth we cause a know. viral? We don't know that it's viral. Well, don't they do that big thing I mean, at the beginning with the FCC and the that could cause a viral CDC? infection? CDC, though. what's the, the FCC? <laughs> is the Federal Communications? Oh, thing? they had nothing to do with it's it. the, <laughs> CDC. <laughs> the CDC. The CDC, the CDC, the CDC. Um, yes. <laughs> I well, no, I I don't think it's viral because uh, well, spoilers to everyone, everyone has it, but, right? Like it's like there's there's something happens that um makes that everyone in the world has it i mean that's and i i don't know that like i don't know that of uh uh like you have to be exposed to a virus yeah but right? that just sounds like evolution rather than again yeah like your, your exposure mm-hmm. is still what you're talking about for the drugs yeah so right because i think everyone, it's just winks yeah if everyone's exposed to it and then has kids who get it through the parents bloodstream or whatever yeah in utero yeah nirvana in utero is that in, a Nirvana album? I think. Who's got in utero? <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, that sounds right, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And but I any, feel bad yeah. for not knowing that. Yeah. I don't know. I I am not a, a biologist or a virologist. Or a Nirvana fan. Or a Nirvana <laughs> fan. <laughs> I know the one song. Let's hear it. Holly Wanna Cracker. <laughs> that one. Is that the one? Is that the, That's not the one you know. That's such a... Uh, which one is uh, not, why should I assume why would I assume I don't know what you know that sounds like muffled Christmas music <laughs> in a mall last Christmas oh it smells oh, like teen spirit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until you started doing that yeah and maybe you're thinking of the Weird Al version oh that, I know Weird Al I don't know Nirvana there you go mm, fair enough Hey Simon, what happens when people name the forties? When people name yeah. the, name the forties, you got a thing well. Uh, th- thank you, um, Gabriel, for that wonderful question. Thanks, Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel. Uh, for all of y'all patrons and also non-patrons, did you know that if you pledge at the forty dollar level, you can name the bear? Bear, name the bear, and name the bear on our podcast cover. I know here it says on our logo. 
Um, it's a logo. It's a podcast cover. It's You're a brand. It's a it's a you, brand. You can boy? name you can name the up for discussion bear. The bear. Well, is it not a mascot? It, it, or does I, he I have to be a in a shitty I, suit to be a mascot? I guess he could be a mascot. It's some sometimes mascots are literal animals. Like there's a lot of Oh yeah, yeah. yeah of course. You know, there's a lot of sports teams that will have like the Bears. The Cubs. <laughs> the Bears, the Cubs, Those the Grizzlies, are both teams. the Kodiaks. <laughs> The sharks, the, <laughs> the Fruit Loop guy. There's a there's a college football <laughs> different. Toucan Sam. I'm thinking of Toucan Sam. Follow your nose. Follow your nose. There's a there's, there's a college football team. I cannot. I do not know which which uh, f- college football team, but they're called the Bulldogs. Oh. And uh, their their mascot is a literal bulldog that they've named Handsome Dan. <gasps> yeah. Harvard. Uh, I think so. Is it Harvard? I think that's Harvard. Maybe. Handsome Dan? Handsome Dan. The Harvard Bulldogs, Handsome Dan. Anyway. Hey, Siri, uh, who does Handsome Dan belong to? Oh, you fucking... Siri's dumb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this week... Oh, now she cares. <laughs> returning she... Bear Queen Kendallin, saw Kendallin, uh, wants you all to know that the bear's name is Beryllium Argon. Ooh, Beryllium Argon. Argon? Beryllium which Argon. which atomically spells bear. Bear. Oh, that's so cool. Kendallin is a lot smarter than all of us on this podcast combined. Maybe. Yeah, I, I immediately thought, is that someone from Deep Space Nine? <laughs> <laughs> that could be. That's Beryllium, a great name. Oh, absolutely. That's a great name. Deep Space Nine. Beryllium Argon. Mm-hmm. Beryllium Argon. Well, Kendallin, thanks so much for your continued support. Uh, and to everyone who supports us on Patreon, thank you so much for that. Uh, it's really great. It's the only way we can make the show. We're at the end of our show for the week. Oh, we are? We are. We are. We are. We W. <laughs> yes, that's the type of humor <laughs> I'm bringing to this podcast, and you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit it out. If ah, really want. No, want. it is who I am. <laughs> it is who I am. I, side note, you know when when you edit a thing, sure, and you say you say it, you you say that you've done that in the past tense. Yeah, that phrase is so awkward to say because you say I edited it. Mm. Yep, it's always weird to say. I edited. That's it. the end of my thought. Yeah. Let's close the show. Well, I didn't edit that, guys. <laughs> but I did edit this episode, uh, as I always do. Remember, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Your podcast of choice. Uh, guys, leave us a voicemail over at speakpipe.com slash upfordpodcast. Uh, there's a lot of sick links in the episode description. You can go click on those bad boys. And uh, make sure to share this episode with... Uh, a friend who might like dips of any kind. <laughs> if you've got a friend who's into ketchup on everything, send this episode to them. Maybe you've got a friend who likes a, a good, good mountain of chipotle mayo with their fries. I'm going to say that if your friend puts ketchup on their thing and not the thing in the ketchup, you need to stop being friends with them. And don't share this with them. We don't want those kinds of people. No, nope. We want people who dip. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you know a friend who prefers their chicken wings with the sauce on the side for dipping, share it with them immediately. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Down with Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. Simon's at No the Other Simon and Kate, you're at Red Random. Red Random. There we go. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys.
Next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week when we interview a literal poussin. A th- little, little, little poussin. I think he falls asleep in our hands. I think it's going to be Dale Bernier, actually. Ooh, <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Nice pantomime.